All right, guys, what's going on? Back at you with another episode of Quarantine Football. Like always, I'm your co-host, Ryan, with you guys today. And I got Nate with us today as well. What's going on, Nate? How are you doing today, man? I'm doing pretty well. You know, I uh, woke up a little late today. I actually built a computer, so that was pretty cool. Uh, but, yeah, you know, I haven't been interviewing for a while. Uh, I've been kind of off my game a little bit because I, uh, I was up in New York. But now I'm back. I'm ready to go, excited for another interview. And man, that's the stuff that uh, I like to hear. I'm sure the stuff that our listeners like to hear. So, you know, great to have you back after this uh, little, little hiatus. But uh, with that, today we have a very special guest on the show. My man, Theodore Lockley, three-star wide receiver and absolute speed demon. What's going on, Theodore? How you doing today, man? I'm doing good. How about yourself? I'm doing pretty well today. I know uh, Nate said he's doing pretty well, even though he had his uh, late start. Uh, what you been up to today, man? Uh, nothing much. I worked out earlier this morning. Hey, I mean, that's what's up. I mean, sounds like a chill day, you know, being able to work out, put that work in. I mean, that's always some great, great stuff. But with that, I'm going to start out uh, right off the bat with some questions. Uh, one that we like to ask everyone, you know, uh, right off the top of our show is, you know, how did you initially start playing football and uh, why wide receiver? Um, I initially started playing football when I was uh, younger, like around six years old. Um, my granddad introduced me to football, and I actually played quarterback until last year. Last year was my first year playing wide receiver. At, um, hey, I Mainland. mean, it's it's so weird. I feel like you know we talked about it. Like mad, like players have like experience at quarterback. Like I don't know why we talked to O linemen and they played quarterback before. I I don't know why. It, it's it's yeah. really weird. But you know, would you say that playing quarterback, you know, kind of helped you, I mean, transition to wide receiver, knowing how wide receivers like to run their routes and all that stuff? Um, Yeah, pl- um, with me playing quarterback helped me um, understand the position res- the wide receiver more because I know where the quarterback would like the receiver to be. And it's timing with throwing the ball to a receiver. So I helped my quarterback out a lot last year. Yeah, definitely. You know, uh, when when you're catching the pass from the from the quarterback as a wide receiver, uh, sometimes you're put into these moments that are uh, they could have a lot of pressure. You know, uh, if you're going like down for a deep ball, quarterback throws it up. It's towards the end of the game. Uh, it's really it's up to you in the corner. Uh, just a one on one battle. It could be a lot of pressure. So how would you say that that kind of pressure at your position uh, really defines you as a player? Um, it brings out the toughness in me because I'm really I'm not really a an aggressive player. I'm just I'm pretty much laid back and I I'm pretty much silent the whole game but if I have to get aggressive I get aggressive. Yeah, for sure. You know, uh speaking of like just modulating that aggressiveness like moving from like a more aggressive standpoint to a more laid back standpoint, uh changing that throughout the game. That's definitely a skill that like some wide receivers have, some don't. Uh but I think that it's kind of it's small enough that a lot of fans when they're viewing it uh when they're viewing a football game don't really understand that like nuanced bit of being a wide receiver. So what would you say uh, is like the hardest part about playing wide receiver uh, that most casual fans like me and Ryan wouldn't really expect? Um, most people think receiver is just running off the ball and catching the ball when you really have to um, read how the def- defensive back is guarding you. You have to release off the ball. You can't just run off the ball because you have a defender trying to guard you. Um, and you, it's certain, it's like certain spaces and zones, or if they're playing man coverage, or how you have to run your route and how to adjust your speed in and out of your break. Yeah, and most definitely. of the time, catching the ball, catching the ball isn't easy all the time. It's really mental. 
Yeah, definitely. I mean, would you say that, like, I guess the number one thing for playing wide receiver, obviously, you know, confidence is a big thing. Would you say that, you know, the mental game is kind of an even bigger thing than the actual, like, game that you have on the field with, like, catching the ball, running the routes, all that stuff? Um. Yes, you have to focus on – you have to look the ball in. You can't catch the ball and expect for it to stay in your hands after you turn the run. And you have the, the defense talking trash. You have – like the offense that I'm in at Mainland, we look at signals on the sideline. So we have to understand what the coach is saying. It's just everything, like you're a journalist running in the game, so you have to be focused. Yeah, definitely, man. You know, 100% agree with you there. And, you know, comparing your game to, you know, guys in the NFL, when I when I watch your tapes, I it reminds me of guys like Tyree Kill. You know, obviously, you know, Tyree Kill, Speed Demon. You yourself, you're a Speed Demon. Would you say that your speed is, you know, the number one thing that you would take pride in in your game? Because obviously, you know, you're, you play two sports, your track and your football. So obviously playing track helps you even more with your speed. So would you say your speed is like your number one, like, I guess, thing that you take pride in in your game? Um, of course, I make sure I stretch and stuff like that. Um, as the season went on, I was trying to get faster as the season was going on. Like during the week, we um, lift weights, squat heavy, make sure I stretch and stuff, take ice baths, make sure I keep my legs healthy because that's what that's a big priority with me um, running how running fast and getting away from defenders. And of course, my speed make receiving a uh, wide receiver easy. Yeah, yeah definitely. definitely. Go ahead, Nate. My fault. Yeah, you know, like when you have when you have that kind of speed, uh, definitely. Like even though you're going faster, it's kind of counterintuitive. It really does slow down the game a little bit, uh, just because you know you're going, uh, you're going a lot more than uh, you're going a lot more like a lot faster than other guys on the field are. Uh, and you know, Ryan mentioned a little bit about your track background. Uh, how has it been like doing both track and football at a very competitive level? Do you think that the two sports really complement each other? Um, yes, with track season being right after football, um, we have – we lift – like we have a football class at the end of the day, the seventh period. So I lift and then go to track practice right after. So I pretty much make sure I stay in the weight room for football and lift, I mean, and run for track. Yeah, definitely. You know, you've been involved with uh, – you've been involved with both track and football pretty heavily throughout your high school career. Uh, and I was just wondering, you know, how is, how is being an athlete, how is being actually a multi-sport athlete really helped you in off-the-field ways? Like, has it helped, like, teach you life lessons, uh, whether it's teamwork in football uh, or whether it's just being mentally focused in track? Uh, how has it helped you off the field? Um, it keeps me focused. It keeps me doing something, knowing um, what I'm working towards and working for, which is to go to college, which, I, which I'm going to do, go to college, freeze full scholarship, and my, um, get a chance to go pro. Yeah, definitely, man. And, you know, talking about college, obviously, you know, such a talented player like yourself, obviously schools are looking all, all over your tapes, you know, all that great stuff. You know, how would you say or how would you describe your uh, recruiting process so far, you know, what, and what you've, uh, what you've heard from other schools and uh, what you've gone through? Um, my recruiting process actually started late mm -hmm. um, after my junior season. I got my first offer in January. And then once um, spring break came around, like mid-March, that's when my recruitment really took off during the pandemic. So I really couldn't go on any visits or anything. But um, I did a lot of virtual visits, talked with coaches on the phone and stuff like that. And um, my recruitment process, it's been stressful at times. Mm -hmm. Like trying to be able to talk to a lot of coaches um, schedule 
FaceTime calls, Zoom calls, stuff like that. Yeah, but I definitely. pretty much got it under control now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, you know, having all those schools wanting to contact you, I can imagine, is very stressful. But it's also exciting. I mean, you know, you have a lot of great schools looking at you. You know, what would you say is your own personal top five as of right now? No, no definitive order, obviously. <laughs> but what would you say is your top five as of right now? Um, as of right now, with me just decommitting from Illinois a couple weeks ago, mm-hmm. I really don't have a top five. I'm considering all schools as of right now, new schools also. I talked to a couple of new schools, and I talked to um, East Carolina a lot. I talked to Bowling Green a lot. I talked to Indiana and Penn State also. So I'm really just weighing out my options right now. Yeah, yeah definitely. definitely. Go ahead, Dave. <laughs> Sorry, we keep interrupting each other. But, you know, uh, just expanding your horizons, uh, looking at different colleges, it's huge. You know, you want to go to a school that's absolutely going to be the best fit for you. Uh, and taking your time on that decision, even though you did start a little bit late with that recruiting process, it definitely makes sense and it's definitely understandable. Now, if we're going to transition kind of from off the field back on the field again, uh, talk a little bit more about your off-field performance, uh, you know, during football games, some games, you know, some games you have a lot a lot of fans going absolutely crazy. Some games are a little bit less fans. Uh, but can you kind of take us into what your, uh, you know, your craziest atmosphere that you have ever uh, played in was? Um, I would say when we played D-Land at home, our first game, we won last year. It's a rivalry game. So um, pretty much the whole city came out to watch that game. Yeah, you know, like, take take us into, like, how were you feeling before that game when you were walking onto the field? Uh, were there, like, what kind of thoughts were going through your head? Um, to just come in and do my job and help my team, um, help my team and be a good leader throughout the um, whole night. Yeah, definitely. I think that's the key, you know, coming into a big game, not to, you know, treat it treat it the same as any other game. You know, just because mm-hmm. there's a big crowd, you know, that doesn't that doesn't really mean anything to you as a player. You know, you wanna you gotta go out there, you gotta do your job. So I definitely really like that answer, man. And you know, kind of uh kind of transitioning to a different uh question, you know, obviously I, I talked about it before, you know, uh you remind me of a guy like Tyree Kill. Would you say you know, are there any guys in the NFL, at least, that, you know, you might have looked up to uh, while you grown up playing football or, you know, kind of modeled your game after also? Um, I watch Stephon Diggs a lot. Yeah, Stephon um, Diggs is a great player, man. Yeah. Yes, yeah, I'm excited. To, Go ahead, I'm Nate. excited to see what Stephon Diggs can do on the Bills. You know, like uh, it's gonna be an interesting fit with him and Josh Allen. Josh Allen definitely like uh, a rising younger QB, uh, but he had a lot of consistency on the Vikings. It's gonna be pretty interesting to see what he'll do on the Bills. You know, I'm, I'm definitely keeping my eyes peeled for that. Uh, but just to keep it back off the field again, you know, we're kind of going back and forth on and off the field <laughs> with these questions, but uh, pulling it back off the field again. Uh, you know, what have you been doing uh, during this quarantine to keep busy? You know, you said that you've been uh, working out, which you did this morning. I think that's amazing. Uh, but what kind of other things have you been doing just to keep yourself busy during quarantine? Um, I've been working out um, with former with former um, players from my high school. They've been back from college before they went back. Um, just learning from them and teaching me certain stuff um, to perfect my weaknesses, which is my, my weakness is route running. Um, yeah, learning how yeah. to manage my speed in and out of breaks, which I've got better on, and I still work on it to this day. But that's pretty much it. Stay working out, staying staying in shape, because we didn't know when we was going to get back to working out as a team. 
And as of right now, we're having a season. Our first game is September 11th. So yep. I have to stay in shape, get ready for that. Yeah, definitely. You know, staying ready, identifying your weaknesses, I think that's huge. Whether you're playing football, whether you're doing anything else in life, identifying what your weaknesses are, which you've done very clearly, and uh, working on those, training those, trying to turn those into strengths, that's definitely big. That's going to help you certainly when you get to the college level at uh, wide receiver and even beyond that. That's going to be huge to focus on your route running like that. Uh, but, you know, with that, I think we're going to move on to a, a new segment of our interviews here. We haven't really done this before. <laughs> but, uh, Ryan, why, do you, why don't you introduce to our uh, listeners what we're going to be doing here? I got you, man. So what we're doing now, uh, starting today, uh, we got questions straight from the Instagram for Theodore this evening. So I'm going to – if you guys want to ask questions every time we do an interview, we're going to post a picture day of uh, about a couple hours before we have someone on. Guys, go ask questions in the comment at QF Podcast on Instagram. But with that, I'm going to hop into the question. And this is actually from a teammate of yours, Theodore, from uh, Isaiah Gordon. He's asking, why are you so fast? You know, you got an answer for that? Um, Not really. It just naturally <laughs> happened. Yeah, I mean, that, that's a fair answer. You know, I, I mean, kind of hard to answer that one. So uh, I'll move on to the next question. This one is from uh, my man, Levi McDonald, uh, Talk Smack with Mac Podcast on Instagram. He's asking, uh, what are you doing to, you know, mentally prepare for this upcoming season? You know, by, uh, you know, if there's a chance that you guys might not uh, play this upcoming fall. Uh, could you repeat that? Yeah, I got you, man. So he asked, uh, what are you doing to prepare mentally ju uh, just in case if you guys uh, don't end up playing this fall due to the virus? Um, I'm pretty much doing the same thing I've doing, been doing before, um, working out. Because if we don't have a season, I would have to get ready for college mm -hmm. next spring. Um, and I don't know if they're going to cancel track for next season. So get ready for track. And that's pretty much it. Just basically stay focused. And with school starting back up, make sure I handle everything academically. Yeah, yeah you know, I mean, that's, that's, me, go ahead, Nate. My fault, man. Yeah, actually, I've got a track background, too. You know, uh, I started – I did cross-country in freshman year, and then I transitioned into doing both cross-country and cross-country and track after that. And uh, it, it hurt to not have this spring season. You know, uh, this was going to be yeah. my senior season, actually. And I was getting ready for pen relays, stuff like that. I was just really excited for this season. Uh, hopefully, you guys can have a season next year. But uh, definitely, definitely looking forward to how track is going to progress. Because, you know, we've seen a bunch of guys doing time trials solo, uh, like big track names doing these time trials by themselves, which is kind of a new format. Usually in track, you kind of see these big meets at the best times. Uh, but we'll see. We'll see how that progresses. I hope that you guys have a track season for sure. Yeah, had yeah, not having definitely. the spring really hurt it a little bit. Yeah, it's, I had um, coaches wanted well, like you know how some coaches want to see you in person. Yep. So yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. You know, it re it really sucks that uh, the virus has done this, but you know we're starting to get uh, sports back. Obviously, with the NBA, NHL, and MLB coming back, uh, obviously college football isn't really looking too great right now, but. That's uh that's another story for another day. Uh, moving on to the last question of uh Instagram we have from my man Ruben Walker on Instagram. He's asking, uh, what keeps you motivated to you know keep playing the sport that you love? Um, what keeps me motivated is, um, my mom. She motivated me a lot. Um, she helped me keep my head on straight, and me just wanting to be, um, for something for my little brother to look up to. And just for my family to um, make my family proud. 
And man, I really like that, you know, family first, you know, always and uh, every day. I mean, that's, that's just some awesome stuff right there, doing it for the family. I, I really, really like that there, man. But uh, with that, that just about wraps up our episode for today. Uh, Cedor, I want to thank you so much for being able to hop on uh, the show today with us, man, and being able to talk with us. You got anything else you want to say before we sign off? No, sir. Thank you for having me. Yeah, thank you once again, man, for being able to come on. You know, it was a pleasure talking to you today. Uh, Nate, you got anything else you want to say before we sign off? Yeah, you know, not really. Uh, just thank you so much, Theodore, for coming on again. Uh, it was a really nice interview to come back to, for sure. Uh, and best of luck in the future. Thank you. Yeah, man, definitely. Once again, thank you for uh, hopping on the show with us today, being able to talk. Uh, if you guys want to get your uh, questions asked on the show, make sure you follow us on Instagram at QF Podcast and be on the lookout for pictures uh, that we're going to be posting, uh, announcing interviews that we're having later on in the day. Make sure you ask your questions. All questions that are polite and respectful, of course, will be asked on the show. So go ahead, comment some polite and respectful questions. Nothing, uh, nothing too crazy. But uh, with that, I want to thank everyone for listening today. Thank you for supporting us and we'll see you guys next time.